Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamison, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I hope you are doing well. We're going to continue to talk about company culture today with Marvin Salcedo. This was recorded at the LCR Summit. So Naylor brought in some heavy hitters uh, and basically gave them these two-hour time slots to do these workshops. So John Pajak taught on budgets, break-evens, and bottom lines for a couple hours and Keith Kalfas talked on marketing for a couple hours. Mr. Producer and I talked about podcasting and content for a couple hours. We had Jonathan Potoshnik there talking about focus. And long story short, this was an amazing time. Naylor's got the replays of all of this out on video. You can watch the videos in their entirety of the talks um, from the LCR Summit. But there was so much positive feedback from uh, Marvin Salcedo's talk on company culture. And I've shared some snippets from his talk on previous episodes, uh, but he did talk for over two hours. And so uh, it was a lot to cover. And we're going to hear a little bit more uh, from Marvin today on company culture in a little bit of his Q&A session. So we'll dive into that in just a moment. If you are listening to this in real time uh, and you are considering joining the Lawn Care Life Conference, February 23rd through 24th in Springville, Alabama, highly encourage you to do so, but tickets are selling fast. So uh, make sure you reserve your seat today if you want to join us for that fantastic event. I'm really excited uh, on attending it again. And uh, looking forward to hopefully hanging out with you guys. Again, it gets started Friday evening, uh, 4.30. Registration opens um, on February 23rd, 2024. And then we'll be there uh, pretty much all day on Saturday. Breakfast and lunch is included on Saturday. Uh, dinner's included on Friday night. And uh, Alan Hain will be there. Naylor, Caleb Allman, uh, Jeremiah Jennings, John Pajak, myself, of course, Jason Creole, Jeremy Vest will be there. Uh, teaching on YouTube and, and marketing, and it's going to be a great time. Um, the link to register to that event is in today's show notes. Well, without further ado, here is Marvin Salcedo from Salcedo. I changed his name. I think it's Salcedo Home Solutions uh, from the LCR Summit. Enjoy. There you go. First hand, open communication, and that culture is huge inside your business. Now, values and ethics. You know, if you don't have great values for your company, if you don't clearly define those values and that are you going to be an ethical company? Are you going to be a company of integrity? Are you going to be a company that stands behind your work? Or are you going to be a shady company that does underhanded work, 
disappears when there's problems. I mean, we've all heard the horror stories in, in our towns of companies that are like that. They pop up, they make a bunch of money, they disappear when it's time for warranties to come around. I, I clean up other people's messes all the time. But you know what? We stand behind our work. Even to the detriment of the profitability of our company, I'm going to stand behind my work. The Bible says that a good name is better than great riches. They say it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and five minutes to lose it. I'm going to stand behind my work. And we've had problems that have come up. Some issues have not really even been from our company or our team members or anything of that. But I've stood behind it because people have thought that it was ours. Because I'm going to protect our name. And people see that integrity. And we are known in our town for being a great company to work with. We are expensive as crap. But people work with us all the time because of our reputation. Stand behind your work, guys. But if you have that, that, that clear def- clearly defined values in your company, it helps keep your company headed in the same direction. It keeps that unity. Uh, let me, I'm going to jump over here. You know, obviously, you need to have respect. Make sure that your team members are working together. I don't, I don't tolerate people bickering back and forth. And I tell my, matter of fact, we, it's actually in our company handbook that they need to work it out amongst themselves. And what I tell my guys, I say, look, y'all either, either figure it out because if I step in, nobody's going to be happy. So y'all figure it out. And nine times out of 10, they figure it out. They, they shake hands. They're, they're friends. They walk away. But we foster a community. We foster a culture of respect. I'm not going to tolerate people bickering back and forth. I'm not going to tolerate people cutting each other down. You know, even even stuff as simple as an offhanded joke, uh, you know, messing with somebody. You think it's all good and fun. We had a guy who worked for us that people were just joking with him. And it was it was it was truly. They were doing it out of good fun, but he didn't like the way it was coming across and it, it hurt his feelings and we cut it off. Like, Hey, we understand you didn't mean anything by it, but we need to respect each other. Don't let this happen again. Keep that, that mutual respect amongst each other. I want to show you something that a, a friend of mine did and they have this, I mean, giant on the wall in their warehouse but they have their values on their wall in their warehouse so that their team members can see it every single day. I've been looking for a wall uh, at my shop and my office somewhere where I'm going to replicate something like this. I love this, that you can just come in and every day, hey, we're, we're a company of integrity. We're a company of teamwork, gratitude, passion, innovation. Confidence. This is who we are. Uh, they are a uh, um, a plant company. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're a plant company. They 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 do um, in indoor plants. They they yeah. It's it's a really cool division. I I want to get into it eventually. But they do indoor plants. So yeah. So think about something like that. And this is writing the vision down, making it plain. That's all this is. Nurturing a, a positive company culture through employee recognition. Uh, you need to celebrate the wins when something great happens in your company. When we get, um, when, when we have clients who write in and say, hey, so-and-so, this, this crew did a great job. We make sure to announce it company-wide. We want to recognize the wins in our company. Hey, this crew did a great job. They went out there. They freaking killed it. They brought it in under budget. And the client was so happy. They went out. They did a Google review on it. Matter of fact, we play. Uh, we pay our employees twenty dollars for every Google review that they can get uh, with their name uh, listed in the Google review. So they actually go to the clients after the job and they say, "Hey, would you please give us a Google review? And would you mind just mentioning my name in it?" And we'll we'll pay our employees twenty bucks for every single Google Google review that they get. Uh, but we celebrate the wins. We want to highlight excellent work and performance. When a crew is getting out there and they're working together and they're unified, we celebrate that. We let everybody know, hey, this is how y'all need to emulate. This is what y'all need to be like. And you know what? And then people, they start to see what's going on and they want to be like that. And so they step up and they start working towards that. And then you want to express your gratitude through through words and gifts. I want to challenge y'all today Send your team members. I don't care if it's everybody in your team, just your management, whatever. Send them a thank you text. Just, it's random. They're not going to be expecting it, but just tell them, say, hey, I really appreciate everything that you do for me. I really value you. When you go into work on Monday or Tuesday or whenever you get back, stand a little taller, head held a little higher. Because they know that you value them. I tell my people all the time, there's no possible way that I could do this without you. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us. And it doesn't, you don't have to pay them a million dollars. You don't have to give them a brand new car. Hey, thank you so much. Look them in the eyes and appreciate what they do for you. That alone will pay for this conference. Telling your people thank you. We make sure to celebrate our people all the time. We started something in our company called the Golden Shovel Award. We give it away every month and it's bragging rights for a month. Somebody who's gone over and above, it's just bragging rights. Hey, this guy went out and they did this for this client. You know, the client messaged us. We didn't even know about it. You know, they, they helped Miss Johnson carry her groceries in. It's not a part of their work, but they were so grateful for it. Or this, this, uh, this manager um, went out and secured a huge client for us. Man, they really killed it this month, whatever it may be. And then everybody after the end of the month, they signed the golden shovel and it gets passed on to the next person. But it's just bragging rights. But it's one way for us to just recognize them for being an exceptional team member. It's not huge. I, spent, I have less than 20 bucks in that shovel. 
This is a f- cheap shovel from Lowe's, and we spray painted it gold. But it's huge. We we uh, we do fish fries and Taco Tuesday and all kinds of stuff all the time for our team members. Doesn't cost us a lot of money, but it's just one more way for us to show our gratitude for everything that they do for us. Uh, we instituted a prize wheel at our company uh, once a month. They can earn uh, a spin on the wheel, um, and you know through making sure they that you know regular attendance or they go over and above and beyond with the client, whatever it may be, they can earn a, a spin of the prize wheel, and we give away some really good prizes. Uh, they've there's a free day off, um, free sick day, free oil change. Uh, we've given away Yeti coolers and TVs and jackets and. Um, I think we gave a $250 gift card away one time. Uh, all kinds of stuff we've given away. doesn't cost me a ton, a ton of money. I mean, it, it, the, the percentage of revenue that it costs me, it's like 0.0005% of revenue that it's going to cost me for the year. But it's just recognizing that, you know what, I've got some amazing people that I work with and I really appreciate what they do for me. Man, when we instituted that, People are fighting to try and earn a spin on the wheel. They love it. I mean, crap, who wouldn't want a brand new Yeti cooler? And, uh, oh, yeah. Here's one right here. He won it. Lime green. We started putting our logo on them now. Here's another guy who won the Golden Shovel Award. But just recognizing our people, celebrating them. They're amazing. You know, we also want to promote a good work-life balance. Uh, In our company, uh, we only schedule work Monday through Friday. I know I've worked for companies where you're going to work six, seven days a week. That's, That's only sustainable for a very short period of time. You are going to get burnout. Your, your management's going to get burned out. Your team members are going to get burned out. When they start getting burned out, they start bickering and fighting and they begin to hate their job and they will look for another place to go. And it ain't because of money, because they're making a lot of money. It's because they're just fed up. So we try to promote good work-life, uh, home-life balance. Uh, we give all... Um, I think we have seven major holidays we give off paid. Um, everybody in my company gets vacation. Um, after you've been with us for a year, you get a week's paid vacation. After three years, you get two weeks. After five years, you get three weeks. Uh, we do 401k with a match. Um, now a lot of this stuff is stuff that we instituted later on as we grew, but think about instituting vacation. What's it going to cost you per person? Buy 600 bucks, 700 bucks, all in. Do you know what the, the statistics are for losing a good team member? If you lose a good team member, it's going to cost you over $5,000 to replace them. That's the actual statistic of what it's going to cost you. Would you rather spend six or 700 bucks on a vacation or vacation time for them or lose them to work home life balance and they go somewhere else where they can get, get some vacation or get better benefits or whatever it may be. And you have to spend five grand in overtime to other employees, training a new employee, 
that new employee's going to screw up. Um, they're going to cut Miss Johnson's hedges too low, and then you're going to have to replace them, or they're going to run over her, her gardenias, and you got to replace all those. Uh, stuff's going to happen. It's going to cost you at least five grand in lost time, lost revenue. That, that crew's going to be slow for at least a month, so it's going to cost you more time. Consider instituting it. Doesn't cost a lot of money, but it fosters that home work life balance, which we are seeing more and more and more people are, are going towards businesses that they can get a better home work life balance versus money. They would much rather have that balance. Flexible work arrangements, time off policies, all those can con- uh, contribute to uh, a more balanced and satisfied team. However, that may work out in your business, consider working with people. You got to remember, guys, these are actual people that we're working with. You know, as, as hard as I want people to work, I'm not a monster. I'm, I don't expect these people to be robots and get out there and work 100% of the time. There's not going to be 100% efficiency out there. Uh, uh, Mr. Pajak back there and I were talking last night about the efficiency loss in crews. The average is going to be, what would you say, 25%? At a minimum, 25% efficiency loss. That means they're going to be screwing around on their phone uh, when they get to a job site. They're going to just take their time getting out of the truck. They're going to be, you know, finding their Spotify list. They're going to, you know, maybe not be walking as fast as they should when they're weed eating, whatever it may be. 25% efficiency loss. So it means you're only able to charge for approximately 75% of the time that they're out there working. So if you can foster that environment where they're on your side, where they have your heart, I know that if I can if I can grab one of my team members' hearts, I don't have to worry about them screwing around on a job. I don't have to worry about them stealing a client from me. I don't have to worry about anything because I know they have my back. But I have to capture their heart first. I'll pull my people in and, hey, and I noticed that you've been, you've been kind of down this week. What's going on? Is there anything I can do to help? my baby mama, whatever. I've been, I've been marriage counselor. I've been, you know, mindset counselor. I've been, you know what? Hey, go take a day off. I'll pay you for a day off. Just go get your mind right. Just take some time. I had a guy who was having massive panic attacks at work. Just like crippling, could not move. He would sit down and physically couldn't move panic attacks at work. I paid him to go home for a week and just get his mind right. Dude, take care of yourself and come back to work. Let's go kill it. 
Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to free you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hayne, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event the reviews have been fantastic so come hang out with us Springville, alabama if you need a ticket and want to register you need to do so before it sells out because i really think it's going to sell out this year this is friday and saturday february 23rd and 24th in springville alabama to get a ticket go to lawncarelife.com and click on the link for conference If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden, use our price increase letter, and what happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me. And in 32 years, he'd never increased the prices ever. And I knew that we had to make a change, so we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%, and um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2, and we had eight cancellations through the entire thing. So we raised our prices through that letter about 200 Say that. Say that one more time. Two hundred thousand dollars that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in thirty-two years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. It's a plug-and-play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here, and in the most straightforward, concise way, it explains to your customer why you're raising their price it made him 200 grand each year and then you're going to raise the price again next year exactly these are people we're working with do your best to to try obviously we can't accommodate every situation there we there i understand there is a reality out there but kids are going to get sick tires are going to blow out on the way to work and if they have a blowout every monday i mean come on they're drinking too much on the weekends But my point is, work with people, help them, be there for them, show them that you genuinely care. I've noticed a direct correlation with my people of me being around in the company, even though I don't work in it every day, just the the fact that I'm around makes a difference. When I go out of town for a long time, like I've, I've been out of town, this I'm going to make sure and make an appearance Tuesday when I get back in town. I'm just going to be around. Back when I was a much smaller company and I was dealing with the day-to-day and I was the operations manager and I was running the cruise, when I would go out of town and I'd come back in, I would notice that our company, the overall uh, morale of the, the company had gone down. Maybe not a lot, but I could tell it didn't feel right. And so I'd make sure the next morning I'd show up, I'd buy some donuts, I'd get there a little early and just BS with the crew in the mornings. Hey, what's going on, man? How's your weekend? What'd you do? How's the kids? Oh, you had a birthday? Awesome. What'd what'd y'all do? Just invest in their lives. Just care about them. If you see that that maybe they're they're interested in something and you run across a book or a t-shirt or something that that you know that they would like, hey, it costs you much, 20 bucks, go pick it up and just give it to them. Hey. Saw this, thought of you, here you go. 
Invest in them. It'll pay off in droves. <laughs> Customer experience. The way that, that, that having a great company culture and it's going to impact your company, your, your customer experience, because you know what? You're going to have a motivated team and they're going to push for that excellence in your business. If you have a, if you're, if you've been fostering a, a toxic culture, you've been allowing somebody to, to work with you, maybe longer than they should have, probably should have let them go. Who can think of somebody either presently or in the past that you let work with you for too long? Is there anybody that needs to fire somebody when you get home? So I had a manager who worked for me who I knew he was a bad manager. He consistently ran people off. I could not peek keep people working for him, no matter what I did. He had trouble filling out his department. I would send him good qualified team members and he would run them off. This happened over and over and over. And I tolerated his behavior because I did not want to lose two particular clients that worked in his department to the detriment of my company. He ran off a lot of really amazing, talented people. And finally, one day I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to allow this toxicity anymore. I'm going to fire him. We started the process and, and, and keeping our, our write-ups. And we're big enough that we have to really go through the write-ups and, and everything. Because anyway, big ordeal. I started keep, we started keeping track. We were starting the process to fire him. He ended up quitting. I think he saw the writing on the wall. And one of the clients jumped ship anyway. I instantaneously lost $300,000 a year. But my culture went up. I had people coming and thanking me for, for him leaving. You ever fire somebody and then the stories come out? Oh, man, this guy, he was doing this. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I, the, so about 15 years ago, I fired a manager. And then the stories came out. Man, he was doing jobs on the side. He was making us stay clocked in for you. And he was pocketing the cash. And why didn't you say anything? There ain't no rat. But it, it, I allowed that toxicity in my business and I didn't foster the open communication because I was tolerating his behavior. But had I cut, nipped it in the bud and I gotten rid of him early on, people would see that I don't tolerate that and they would come and tell me. And then when I started doing that, I started getting rid of people. People would start, hey, you might want to keep an eye on this guy. I'm not going to tell you what's going on, but you might want to keep an eye on them. They, they, they start bringing things to my attention. Some of the craziness that happened with that manager that I let go, he was doing jobs on the side and pocketing cash. He was stealing from me. He was picking up hookers in the truck. Um, he was falsifying government paperwork. 
Uh, he ended up doing prison time over it. Don't tolerate this stuff, guys. It can affect you. This stuff, when I say that your company culture is important, this stuff is important. This can protect your business or it can bring you down. These are some of the amazing people I get to work with. This guy, Rudy, right here. He was really struggling this day. He had just gotten, I think his, uh, his wife left him that, that week. And I just pulled him aside and I said, hey, man, let's talk. What's going on? And I just sat there for about two hours and I just talked to him. Wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't care if he was on the clock. I didn't care about anything, any of the work. I cared about him as a human. And I invested in his life. Since then, he's, he's, he's left the company a couple of times, but he keeps coming back because he really appreciates working for us. He really enjoys the environment that we have. He actually just left us about two weeks ago, but before he did, he sent me a message and he said, hey, you're one of the best bosses I've ever worked for. Thank you so much. I'm going to go start my own thing, but I just wanted to say thank you. There's been people that I fired that they keep trying to come back to work for me. That manager that I fired that did all that crap in my business after he got out of prison, he tried to come back and work for me. Now, I didn't hire him, but we foster a great culture. We foster a great environment to work with because I care more about my people than I care about anything else. And I am a thorough believer that if you take care of your people, they will take care of you and they will take care of your clients. So take care of your people. They are so important. The impact of everyday business is it, it creates innovation and adaptability. You know, when you have a great culture, your team members are going to want to bring new ideas your way. But if you're that boss that just get out there and go do what I want to do, do what I say. Go, go just, just get to work. They're not going to come to you with, with a, a thought that they have. I tell my people all the time, you know what? Hey, I ain't the smartest guy. If you know a better way, bring it to me. We may not do it, but I will at least consider it. I want to hear your ideas. We have, we have suggestion boxes all over at our, at our company. Hey, if you, have, if you know a better way, if you have a great idea, bring it to us. If you see a way that we can be more efficient, let us know. And then if we implement that, man, we're going to tell everybody about it. Look, look what John did. John brought this idea to us, and this is, this is great. We're going to start doing this. But if you don't have that open communication, if they don't feel like you care about them or you're, you're going to care about their ideas, if they feel like you're constantly pushing them away, why would, why, why? 
why would you want, or why would they come to you if all, all you're going to do is push them away? Think about, these are our relationships. Think about relationships that you've had in the past. I know I've been in relationships in the past where they pushed me away, they held me at arm's length. Why, why would I try and go out of my way to help you? Why would I try to go out of my way to, to do something for you? Why would I try to do something that I know that you care about if you don't reciprocate? Are people. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.